Hi, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of Unbalanced Encounters. I'm your host, Patrick Perini, and I wanted to start by saying I fucked up, <laughs> which is a great thing to sort of start a podcast with. Um, we are new to this. We're still figuring out our audio, and there was an issue with my microphone sort of during recording. So throughout this episode, I might sound a little bit rough, but we are always improving, always working to make the show better. Uh, and we think that this was a fun, funny episode and absolutely uh, worth the listen anyway. So uh, thank you very much for bearing with us, and we hope you enjoy. The earliest beams of sunlight glint off of a creek that bubbles and winds its way into a dense grove of brilliant green. It is summer in the western wields, and the longest day of the year is dawning. The creatures of the forest know this and move to make the most of the morning sun before the loggers arrive. We see a gecko skitter from the shade onto an outstretched branch, yawn, and vanish into the rutted bark. A kingfisher, silhouetted against the golden water, preens itself for its morning hunt. This place is teeming with life. But the town that lies just a few dozen yards upstream is not yet. It is a woodcutting concern rough and tumbled, and enclosed on all sides by two-story timbers. The creek runs beneath the gate and from up through the town, tumbling over terraces and through buildings. One by one, doors begin to unlatch. The Stymaster throws open the pen gates and lets his drove of yak-sized boar rush to the creek for their morning drink. Like all the denizens of this industrious little town, they're bracing for the long work day ahead. The quartermaster sips coffee and quietly begins her morning inventory. The miller packs a pipe and moves to open up his mill. In a kitchen garden on a high ledge, a ceramic statue stands vigil over these earliest stirrings. Soon he will open the gate, as he does every day without fail. At the foot of the hill, the gate stands as the town's sole entrance. Above it, chopped into the wood by the heel of an axe, are two words in Old Imperial. Fortier, Yuncti. Stronger rallied. Welcome to Unbalanced Encounters, the show that dares to ask, what if Hal Miyazaki was a theater kid? I'm your host, Patrick Perini. I would like to welcome you all to our first season, which we are calling Rally. And not only would I like to welcome you, I would like to welcome our players. Uh, I'm going to go around the table. We're going to save characters for in the game, but uh, we're going to go ahead and start off. Everybody say hi. Uh, starting from the top, Cinderblock Sally. Hello. Hello. Oh my goodness. What an intro. That little <laughs> that little thing you just did was there, dear Dungeon Master. Woo, it's going to be a fun Ooh, time, okay. my friends. Uh, next up, we hello. got Sam Oliver. Sam, say hello. Oh, hello. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, we're amazing. so excited. We're so excited. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up, we have the chattest nerd you know, Craig Pates. Oh gosh. Oh, okay. All right. All I know right now is uh I have written down Gecko is suspicious, but yes, thank you. For having me. <laughs> Listen, 
Greg's going to be our note taker this season, and I'm here for it. That's a bad idea. That's a horrible (laughs) idea. I'm here for it. You got the gecko in one, my friend. Uh, And last but not least, the illustrious Emily Graymore. Emily? Hello. Hi. Pleasure to be here. I'm very, very excited. Uh, we could not be more excited to uh, be playing this game. Uh, and what what is this game? You might be asking because you don't know. You're you're just listening to a podcast for the first time. Which, by the way, thank you. We know that there's like a billion of these, and this is the best. But you don't know that yet, so we have to prove ourselves. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about setting for a minute. Our game begins in the Western Wilds. A massive forest and one of the last true wild places on an island nation, Ostilla. Isolated, imperial, and in the middle of a rebellion that threatens civil war. Our story centers on Rally, a small logging community whose sole export is elderwood resin, an ordinarily rare tree sap that, while not much use in its raw state, is refined into a, shall we say, supplement that allows powerful sorcerers to perform acts of magic. So, that's where we're going to be playing, and I would like to say, uh, I have had 10 hours of sleep in the last 48. I'm extremely (laughs) (laughs) jet-lagged. Oh my... my So, with that, uh, if you are all ready to jump in, we can can jump straight in. Yes. (laughs) Yes, bravo. Bravo. Let's do this. Uh, wonderful. So, uh, it is against this backdrop of rally in these early, in this early morning opening kind of montage that takes place every day without fail, uh, that we see a tall and extremely competent, uh, looking woman. Uh, she is, uh, making her way to the mess hall. Uh, for the, you know, kind of opening of, of her day. She's uh, looking, to, looking to get a little breakfast. Uh, Emily, would you please describe your character for us? Goodness me. Um, so uh, my character is uh, Safra Harissa. Uh, Harissa to most people. Um, she is, I say tall, uh, she's about 5'10", so definitely taller than me. Um, <laughs> and um, she is... Uh, basically uh, a ranger um she likes days to be very very calm she doesn't like anything to happen she likes things to be as simple and easy as possible uh she moved around a lot as a youngster um hasn't really known any peace and would like some peace now thank you very much um so yeah a good day is a day where nothing happens um uh physical i suppose just like dark hair sort of like a bit scruffy braided in places um and just kind of very loose fitting sort of like wraps and clothes like that so yeah yeah pretty fantastic uh great uh so as 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 uh harissa makes her way uh to the mess hall i i am actually going to ask for the first role of our game Oof. uh it's gonna be a little bit unorthodox i'm gonna ask you for a luck roll with disadvantage if you please so you're gonna roll 2d20 and take the lower of the of the two rolls as is just not okay. freak out just 2d20s flat 2d20s okay. take the lower of the two Okay, I'm doing it. Doing it. Wonderful. 14. 
It's the lower. Ooh, all right. Uh, on a 14, uh, we see uh, th this morning has gone pretty well. You woke up. Uh, you're, you know, sort of um, the, the people that you interact <laughs> with in the morning uh, have kind of stayed out of your way. It's been good so far. Uh, your subordinates have been, you know, kind of not underfoot. Uh, your, you know, your, your, your morning kind of rounds were easy. Nothing was wrong. Guard was where he was supposed to be. June was nowhere to be seen. It was a good morning until you got to the mess hall and oh. nearly got shoved to the ground by one of the boar. Why is this boar out? You don't know, but presumably it's someone else's problem. Hell yeah. Uh, how do you how do you react to nearly getting shoved to the ground? Uh, actually, you know what? Go ahead and roll me a dexterity saving throw. Oh lord. Okay. Uh, it's happening. Uh, these, <laughs> these are massive boar, right? These guys are like they're yak sized, so they're they're big. They're you know kind of like shoulder height at the head. Uh, what was the result there? <clears throat> and that one. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, plus five. So, so All right, Harissa, uh, you are knocked to the ground for two uh, damage. Um, and as you sort of lay there, um, you know, you, the, the, you see uh, actually uh, two more of the boar uh, kind of round the mess hall behind it and scatter off into the rest of Rally. Um, not a good sign. Not a good sign. Harissa, Harissa, yes. what do you do uh, as you're sort of laying there and you see these boar uh, kind of peel off into the rest of Rally? Did they seem angry, agitated, or just, like, excited? <laughs> these boar are generally... So you know that these boar are actually generally pretty um, calm in demeanor. They listen reasonably well. They're very well trained. Uh, the boar specifically are kind of the beasts of burden. Uh, of rally and sort of this part of the world, uh, they don't need a lot of grassland. They kind of forage uh, out in the in the wilderness. They they drink from the creek. They're very easy to sort of upkeep, uh, as opposed to you know more pastoral kind of uh, animals. These boar in particular have a very special skill. Uh, they have been trained to help sniff out elderwood groves uh, as you move through your rotations. Uh, and so they're very mild-mannered. Uh, the Stymaster keeps them very happy. This level of agitation is abnormal, but it's also, they, they didn't seem angry. They weren't, like, trying to hurt you. They just seem excited, I think is the word you use, and I think that's a good one. Uh, Harissa will get herself up, brush herself off. Can she see where the boars are headed if she kind of, like, looks out towards them? Riley's not that big. Go ahead and give me a perception check. Okay, uh, perception. A seven, because I rolled a two. I'm doing all the low rolls now. You track one back toward the sty, uh, and you lose track of the other two. Eh, breakfast. Uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna, <laughs> gonna walk uh, into, the, into the bar, uh, mess hall. Um, uh, so you go to the mess hall, uh, you rolled a 14 on that luck check, the mess hall is locked. Uh, okay. Um, no breakfast for me today. Uh, so she's going to sigh and just walk and sort of follow where the kind of pigs were headed just to make sure. So as you're headed back toward the sty, uh, you consider 
Um, actually, as you're as you're heading back toward the sty, uh, you pass the sty master's cottage, uh, and the door is open and the stove is lit, and you would know uh, that the sty master runs a an unofficial tavern uh, in his spare time, uh, and he seems to be up and open for business. Uh, I know his name. Do I? What's his name? Oh, absolutely. You've known Scrumpy for probably about two years now. Scrumpy. Lovely. Um, I'm going to kind of pop the door open then if it's already ajar. Uh, Head in. Uh, Scrumpy. Scrumpy. Oi. Is that you there, Risha? Yes, Scrumpy. Uh, You see a room that, you know, kind of like all of the cottages in Raleigh are relatively modest. Uh, this one has been, like, all the furniture has been sort of shoved away to make room for, like, a couple of really shitty, like, it, it just, like, scrap wood tables that he has kind of put together. Uh, and, uh, he's got, like, a bar that's, like, on a shelf that's dangling from, like, some old suspenders, it kind of looks like. Um, you know, that are they're covered with all manner of not extraordinarily clean-looking mugs and bottles, um, and, uh, you see that he is kind of in the, at the back wall at his little, you know, sort of cast iron stove, uh, making some eggs. Uh, Scrumpy, uh, you owe me a free breakfast. I owe you a free what now? You heard. You see the hoof prints on my blouse? You owe me a free breakfast. Oh, cool, yeah. You know what? Uh, and he sort of wings around with these eggs that are like they're burnt on the underside and like kind of that snotty white consistency still on the top like not fully set uh, and he plates them up for you um, just as is and uh, 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 says uh, well I suppose that uh, they did get out this morning then didn't they as, as as tempting as that is, Scrumpy, uh, I think we should uh, at least see if the rest of your pigs uh, stir around. Oh, the rest of them I got put back in the bed, no problem. But granted, that's only uh, that's only a few. It's only um, uh, you know the one because we only have the, uh, about a half dozen or so. It's only about a one, and then we got Caden Thomas out back. Uh, and you see, you know, sort of from his back window. Uh, there's a, there's one of the boar that is just like fully legs up, like supine (laughs) cat position, uh, (laughs) that you would, you would know as, as, uh, as, as Scrumpy's sort of, uh, not his pet per se, it's his pet. It's his favorite. It's his favorite. Yeah. And what's his name? His favorite, the pet one. Uh, that, that, yes, this is also something that, uh, Harissa would know, uh, that, that boar's name is Caden Thomas O'Rourke. Caden, I'm writing this down, Caden Thomas O'Rourke. Scrubby gets real upset if you do not, if you do not refer to him as at least Caden Thomas, but preferably the whole thing. Okay. Um, uh, okay, well, I'm glad that, uh, Caden Thomas is, is safe. Uh, Scrumpy plunks this drink down on the bar in front of Harissa. Uh, has she ever seen anything like that before? I'm assuming she just knows what that is. Yeah. So this is the this is the drink uh, that that Scrumpy brews. Uh, this is um, 
uh, you know, kind of good alcohol is kind of tough to come by out here. You get it from traders when you can. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's worth it, you know, sort of every time. Uh, but when you don't have access to that, uh, Scrumpy is, is just, he is the biggest advocate of, uh, something that he calls Scraps Barilla, uh, which is made from, well, you guys make a lot of Elderwood sawdust. Oh, lovely. Um... <laughs> I think normally, normally Harissa would partake, uh, but it's a bit early in the morning. Um, yeah, it is truly like it's it the is crack like of dawn. It's like six <laughs> fifteen in the morning. It's the kind of thing she would take to forget the day, you know. Safe. Um, save this for me, plus another two for the end of the day, because I know I will need it. Um, and another two eggs to... or another two scraps burrilla. The the scraps, Perilla. Yes, thank you. So you're just to be clear, you're gonna you're gonna take care of the bar problem, right? That's not something old, uh, old Scrumps gotta worry about, yeah. eh? Yes, Scrumpy. Yes, uh, yes. Ah, uh, bless you, Larissa. You're a saint among men, women, whomever. <laughs> she's closed the door. She's out already. She's just like <laughs> done. <laughs> um. Okay, uh, so how, how do you want to go about doing this? Because uh, I've got an idea of how I want to handle it mechanically, but um, how, do you, how do you want to handle pig wrangling as being kind of the first thing you've got to do this morning? <laughs> I, <laughs> I feel like, firstly, she'd probably listen for, like, the squeals and just ruckus coming from somewhere. Okay. Um, and if she can't hear anything, probably just, I'm sure there'll be footsteps in the mud somewhere that she could she could fall. yeah i think just across the board we can treat this as i mean this is let's be honest you're you're a ranger this is not your first pig wrestle uh go ahead and roll me uh a survival <laughs> check and i believe you have advantage on those uh with I favored do. favorite enemy beast uh so go ahead and roll me a survival check and we'll just go ahead and treat this as the uh as the outcome uh sort of of this uh of these three pigs 21 all right yeah uh I'm on a 21 wrangling yeah <laughs> on a 21 you spend the next you are now fully late for the rest of the day you spend the next hour uh wrangling these three yak-sized boar that have decided today's the day they're going to act the fool uh and you you catch them in three three distinct places uh the first one you see whipping around the mill uh, and you manage to just like get it and kind of get a get a rope around it, steer it back towards Scrumpy, who's kind of waiting there by the pen, uh, you know, ready to ready to receive them. Uh, you travel a little further into town, uh, and you actually clock a little bit of ruckus from the um, sort of quartermaster's general store, uh, but you do manage to. Um, uh, again, you see, you know, sort of one of those pig, uh, another boar kind of leap off of a little edge and uh, it tries to kind of get around you and you just sort of grab it by the tusks and throw yourself onto it and kind of ride it toward the pen a little bit. Uh, you get that you get that second one in and you do manage to get the third one as well. Uh, the third one is uh, has managed to get up to the kitchen garden uh, where we saw a guard earlier. Uh, and uh, has uprooted several vegetables uh, and is currently laying in the mud, very content with itself. Um, 
and uh, you uh, manage to get a hold of this one as well. And, you know, this one's a little calmer. You just kind of lead it back down into the pen. Uh, but bad, pet, that bad. is... Out. That is your morning uh, shot, more or less shot to hell. Uh, you are now officially uh, about 45 minutes late for your morning meeting with Isaac. Uh, what do you do? Um... <laughs> she's just gonna uh she's gonna head up towards isaac she's not gonna rush um she will just kind of like go at normal pace head to isaac um and when she kind of like sees him she'll just kind of have that haggard look on her face and just point to the like footprints on on her we're gonna like, cut chest. to that in a minute because <laughs> uh we are going to uh, cut away and uh, actually we are going to jump to uh another person in this town uh we are going to jump to the uh really the the, the sort of de facto leader of this town uh he is uh you know sort of a, a, a again you know kind of tall fairly well built uh you know a, a man he's been working these trees for for quite some time uh you know maybe has a little bit of the you know kind of the weight of the world on his shoulders this morning uh as he you know kind of rouses himself and uh you know get gets himself to his his office for his you know kind of morning check-ins with everyone craig would you please describe your character for us ah uh, yes uh isaac axe drummer is a uh half orc uh, around his his mid 50s at this time um, he's, as you said, well-built, very muscular from just chopping wood for these pe past two decades. Uh, he's got a few scars along his forearms and, uh, one across his jaw. Um, and for the most part, he's, he's trimming his like beard is like kind of, he's, he's, uh, keeps it trim and neat for the most part. Uh, but it's all white at this. Um, and he's he's rocking a uh, we're gonna say a red red flannel. Some, uh, Ooh, oh classic. my god, amazing! Classic. And, <laughs> and just you amazing. know some some. Do we have jeans in this world? I want to rock some. I want Isaac to rock. Fuck it. They had jeans so. in. It, we 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 we've got uh, Isaac blue jeans. There we go. Hell yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Full uh, half or yes. Paul Bunyan. Uh, Love no, this. But, but he's just sitting in his office at his desk. and uh, Before you actually take that seat, I'd like you to go ahead and roll me a flat luck check. No disadvantage, please. Oh, flat. Let's go. Oh, lucky it's, my, it's my lucky day. <laughs> Some are more lucky than others, it seems. <laughs> I will take all the... DM advantage. I will flirt with you if I need to. to get <laughs> hey, That's I didn't do it. I didn't That's do it. Oh, oh, no. That's a oh, buddy. Oh. oh, my friend. Oh, no. That's a three. Ooh, oh, boy. Okay. Oh, no. Uh, Isaac, you go to, you go, you go to, you know, you've got, you are probably the only person in town with like, 
an office, right? Like you have correspondence with the outside world. You have a space where you can meet transients, leaders within the community, uh, you know, take time to consider and do accounts and, you know, you, all of the logistical things that you, frankly, never thought you'd have to fucking do. Um, and, and, you know, sort of with that comes, you know, kind of the aesthetic trappings of you've, you've got a physical desk. It's like a good oaken desk. It's got a decent chair. Um, you know, you, you've, you, you know, kind of, kind of lots of light. It's good positive space. You know, you're ready for the morning, kind of taking those deep breaths. You get in, you sit down, <sighs> leg goes out from under the chair, head off of the desk, laying on the ground. Uh, you take two points of damage uh, as you bounce your head off of the desk uh, and send, you know, some papers skittering across the ground. Uh, that is, that is the first thing. Uh, to have happened this morning. Damn it, Dale. Alright, we got another day. And I'll sit up. <laughs> yep. You kind of start collecting your papers, get everything kind of uh, together. It's still a little early for, uh, you know, kind of your first your first meeting of the day is usually Harissa, uh, so you've still got a little bit of time. Um, uh, how were how you spending that time? Are you just kind of sitting contemplating are you going through some of the inbox like what is that what does that look like for you i mean isaac unlike me has a list of things to do for the day and um funny enough yeah the first thing is to check on the guard and to see how the rotations were and if there was any issues in the morning so Oh. fantastic uh also hello and welcome to another episode of office simulator uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> and craig was like what if i played the leader of this town and like got really into the nitty-gritty of running it and i was like that sounds like a really fun listening experience for our listeners at home who have to listen to this with their human ears and then go well, to their fucking day jobs listen <laughs> check this out he was gonna do a morning jog you know <laughs> and, uh, like mix in the 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 guard rotation with that. That would be good. Can, can Imagine... guards have like a water cooler so we can have like a chat around it occasionally? I'd like. That. Fuck me, that's funny. Okay, <laughs> yes, this is canon. This is canon. Like someone installed. brings like a jug from the. Actually, I think this is like a quartermaster job where like someone someone with the quartermaster's office like brings a fucking clay jug of water and like upturns it. So that you guys could like get water out of it every morning. I like, I think that's a thing. I think that's canon. Like like, um, yeah, hell yes, uh, Isaac. <laughs> as you you know you sort of get back up to your desk. You 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 know you 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 grab the you know kind of list of notes, the manifest for this this upcoming guard. Uh, you know kind of meeting what you need to talk about here. Um, and uh, actually, on that piece of paper is another piece of paper. It's a big like uh, scrap of paper that you've hand sketched in a note for um which was uh do mess hall rotation and it just got to the bottom of the pile and you just fully forgot to assign a mess hall officer for this week uh so that's probably something that someone's going to be unhappy about here momentarily um uh and again, you've got a little bit of time before Harissa is uh, supposed to get here uh, but you do find the you know kind of um uh, list of uh, of 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 notes for the guard meeting. It's a, it's a short list, actually. You really it's a, it's a, this this ends up being kind of 
uh, Harissa is very good at her job. And so this, these meetings often end up being kind of a, um, an intake for you. Like what has gone wrong that you have to deal with rather than putting mm -hmm. things onto, uh, Harissa, assuming that June hasn't gotten into any more shenanigans. Um, and it doesn't seem, you know, the, the, the touch, the broken wood on the floor, it doesn't seem like that's going to happen yet today. Uh, so you, yeah, yeah. uh, you know, you kind of hold there for a minute. Um, uh, and, um, yeah, again, I think you're just kind of collecting yourself and you, uh, hear the door to your office just <clears throat> fully kick open. Uh, and you hear walking in, Isaac, where is that no good, good for nothing son of a something or other? Uh, and your, <laughs> your Miller uh maurice broadbeam walks in uh maurice is a uh dwarf uh he is a he is the epitome of a crotchety old man uh he is the quite frankly the best miller and as far as you can tell the only elderwood refiner like north of the capital of astilla uh and just the fucking worst just the act like you you hate He's so good. He's such a pain in the ass. He's so good at his job. But he's, he's so good so, at his job. He bro. runs the entire milling and refining operation. Like, you see him once every three months, and you, you are, would not want it any other way. <laughs> you are triggering me so bad right now. <laughs> <laughs> we've all we've all had a Maurice all been here. Brad beam yeah. in our lives. Shout, shout outs to the Maurice's out there. We hate all of you. We hate all of you. <laughs> he's Maurice is, is is walking in, um, and uh, he's sort of waving his pipe around, uh, and uh, he says, <coughs> "What are you gonna do about it?" Uh, now Maurice, we we talked about this. If you plan on telling me that you're upset about something, I need you to elaborate on said upsettings. <sighs> the millstone, the millstone, the millstone I've been in here three times about over the last year. It's finally done. The teeth of God kaput. It's this close to cracking. If it runs another 30 seconds, it's going to break in half. We don't have a millstone, boy. You run a mill. We don't have a millstone. <laughs> Maurice, I understand. <laughs> See, I told you about that smoking. All right. You leave this to me. This is the this is nature's good leaves. This is good stuff. They're going to end up putting you in nature's good ground. You keep smoking it. I, I'm going to put both of us in nature's good ground. They're going to put both of us in. You, you and I, we're going to. I bet you all the money in your pockets, if you had any money in your pockets, that you and I would find the ground at the same damn time. You leave my smoking out of it. <laughs> we only be so lucky to be in the ground before you. But okay, a, a, a millstone. We need to figure out this millstone situation. All right, all right. Um, what what do we need to 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 figure this out? Come on, think, think, Maurice, think. Listen, I mill the wood. I refine the wood. That's twice your job. You do yours. I'll do mine. All right. See, I I just established. I'm trying to do my job. But if I don't know where this stone of milling is to be acquired, then how can I help you with your job, Maurice? See, it's a give and get thing that we're trying to trying to deal with. You you kind of you kind of see that he like is very frustrated that you 
aren't gonna just like figure this out because he doesn't he doesn't know where to find a fucking millstone right like they're like <laughs> we've all we've dale all your predecessor sourced one from well actually go ahead and roll me uh history uh check with advantage <laughs> if you don't oh, mind yeah yeah history let's go Isaac knows his history. Because you have that thought. You have Dale sourced one from, and then, like, that high-pitched signal tone. That's a nat 20. <laughs> oh, you're not going to like this. You're not going to like this at all. Uh, this is very good. That's not uh, what on you a nat say 20, after a nat 20. On a nat 20, <laughs> you know exactly where Dale uh, got this, this uh, millstone. Uh, Dale got this millstone... Uh, from Minehead. Uh, and Minehead is a mining community several, probably a hundred miles north of here, all the way on the coast at the top of the, uh, western, uh, the western mountains. Um, and again, these are people that you very, very infrequently interact with, but every damn time they try to muscle in on your territory somehow you have no idea what dale gave away to get this millstone that cost never came due for you it was either paid off or orchestrated long before your time in in sort of charge here um and on a nat 20 you honestly think that uh katarin might have been involved in that negotiation somehow because a millstone i mean this thing is massive right like millstones are you know, this is this is probably uh, about ten, maybe a dozen feet in diameter. Um, big, relatively intricately carved piece of stone that sits into another one and grinds the wood out into a pulp. Like it's the backbone of your organization. It's a big piece of intricately mill, uh, uh, you know, kind of intricately carved and quarried stone. Uh, that minehead boys are going to be the ones who know, uh, you know, sort of what to do here and. On a nat 20, I'll give you this. On a nat 20, I'll give you this. You take a look down and see, you spot your calendar, you spot that it is, in fact, the day of the summer solstice, which is always the... the, 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 the uh, shipping kind of varies a little bit with, uh, you know, kind of you and, and the Minehead boys and so forth, and, and, you know, kind of getting things out of this part of the world is not the easiest thing in the world. They will always be moving product on the solstice because it is the longest day of the year. They get the most daylight that they can push through. They're going to be passing by your neck of the woods, give or take, within a few miles, probably around lunchtime. All right. Uh, you know what, Maurice? I, I figured it out. You know, this big brain of mine, you know, our, us teaming <laughs> up and, and getting things done. Yeah. <laughs> I can I I can get us a, a millstone. It's gonna it's gonna take some negotiations, but we can I can I I, I got this for you. Uh, go ahead and roll me the roll. This is gonna come down to what Isaac actually believes here. Uh, roll me either persuasion or deception. Your uh, your call. I mean, he's not lying. So okay, then roll me we'll persuasion. Go, we'll go persuasion. Oh, that is a seven. Seven all in. All right. Uh, so uh, Maurice gets a plus two to this roll. He's gonna roll. Uh, we're gonna roll a little insight here. Um, he gets a plus two to this roll. If he rolls a five or higher, uh, he is gonna call you bluff. That's a ten. 
Uh, so that's a that's a natural twelve. Uh, he kind of eyes you over and says, "You know how important this is, right?" Yeah, I I know I know the millstone's important to what we do. No, Axtrum, I need you to look me in the damn eye right now. You know how important this is, right? Do I understand that our entire community could completely implode on itself without this millstone? That, that makes a bit of sense. Absolutely. Do I have time to just stress about that and that alone right now? Maurice, I love you. I love you because you know how to do your job. But at the same time, there's more on my plate than just <coughs> figuring out this millstone. See, I took now look at you. Now look at you. All the coughing and what? wheezing. You leave me out of this. You would like go on with whatever the hell muck see, you I gotta, and muck you was I saying. gotta worry about you dying. I gotta worry about the millstone. You see, it just keeps piling on over and over and over again. And I just listen. We we can't you, stress all the time. I, I swear to the gods, if I hear one more the burden of command speech out of you. You listen to me, boy. <laughs> if you don't make... I know as well as you do. Today's the solstice. Mine head of boys will be coming down the path. You send somebody up to get them, they'll be here by lunchtime. They'll do that for you. Well, they'll do that if you give them something. If you don't make a deal with them by the end of the day, me and mine are shipping out. It's the way it's gotta be. You, you gonna ship out on me? Morris, everything we've been... All, all the times I let you smoke in the mess hall... Everybody wheezing and coughing from your nasty tobacco, and you gonna leave me? It is at that moment that Harissa enters the room. Isaac. Harissa. Harissa. Oh. Uh, could you could you wait a moment? Dry yourself off over there in the in the corner. Don't don't touch anything. Dry myself off in the corner. Give me a towel. I just wrestled pigs for you all day. And you For tell me, me to dry I, myself off in the corner, Isaac? Please, Maurice, did, did, did I order pigs to be wrestled? Oh yeah, the damn boars got out. Oh, and you got fired again. Oh, just Isaac is like he went from trying to be calm and collected with Maurice, <laughs> and he just all of that has that facade has disappeared at that at the mention of. Juniper losing her job. What 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 job she have this time? <clears throat> she was with Jazir. She was with Quartermaster. The general store? Yeah. How do you get fired from the general store? Everybody needs to go there. Do I look like her keeper? This Maurice, one? You, you know everything damn else, Maurice. I just assume you knew that. <laughs> I don't you know, know about shit. the pigs. That was, you just, know, that was just the that was just the stuff I passed on the way to this office. You know what your problem is, Maurice. You smoke too much and your ears too big. Get out my office. I figure out this millstone thing later, and you get out my office. I, there's too much going on. Uh, he 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 obliges uh, and leaves. And um, uh, Isaac, as you uh, turn around to you know, kind of Harris is still just like getting some of the mud off of uh, off of her clothes. Um, uh, I'm going to say you swing past your desk. I'm going to have you make me a perception check, if you don't mind. Sure. Uh, I would say that Isaac is looking for his list of jobs for Juniper. <laughs> we'll go with that four I just rolled. Great. Uh, ooh. <laughs> Oof. Okay, so you start rummaging through. You're looking for that list of jobs. God damn, what? I know what's this. 
that you you started out with this list and you kind of tear like bits off of it and you've had to like like tape more on because you've had to rotate through and like cycle through with june and you know exactly what this fucking list looks like but you can't find it you do imagine you do at some point grab a piece of paper uh that um is still folded and wax sealed uh and it is wax sealed with the seal of your imperial buyer uh, you have no idea how long this has been sitting here, but it shouldn't have been as long as it has been. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, all right. So, so I don't find the list, but I find no. this letter. Not on a three luck check. No. Who the hell gets fired from the general store three times? I, I don't understand it. All right. Oh, Marissa, what, uh, what, 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 uh, what's going on right now? What's you, Thank you for helping with the pigs and whatnot, but um, how's how's the guard? How's how? Uh, what, what's uh, going on? But uh, pigs are wrangled. They are back where they should be. Uh, scrumpy is as scrumpy as ever. Uh, mm-hmm. The guards are fine. Everything else fine. Um, I, I go. Uh, you fine. I go. I, 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 I you. I've had better days, but you, you sure you y- y'all don't need anything? Yeah, I I I, I do not is, want to intrude. Is the you water cooler June? doing fine? I mean, it's, it's fine. It's it's fine. I I, I will sure. go. Um, you don't want to you don't want to tag along? No, you don't no, want to enjoy I, I this conversation for, I'm about to have with Juniper you. about getting um, fired from I the think, general store for the third time. I mean, I don't know why she was hired back twice, but that's not for me to talk about. We I don't, we don't have you, enough jobs here. I, I Do you mean, can she work for you? Hold on. Um, Hold on. I will. I will go. Uh, I I will. I will see you soon. I was like, if there are problems, I come back. But trust me, no problems. All good. I leave. I see you. Go. Goodbye. I go. Marissa. Goodbye. Marissa. <laughs> you're, you're great at your job. And he sits down in the chair that was broken. <laughs> God, shit. Isaac, you drop back down into that chair, uh, and we uh, once again cut uh, cut away to uh, one of the little um, cottages, sort of along one of the western ridges uh, here in Raleigh, uh, and uh, it's a small one, and uh, it's always a, it's always a little uh, fragrant. This particular cottage, there's always something going on in there that smells of castor oil and menthols of various kinds and it's just got this very kind of earthy almost medicinal uh medicinal smell uh and as we as we enter uh we see a uh, workshop uh that is just filled to the gunnels with steam and, uh, you know, kind of, you know, those shelves that they have in libraries, those drawers that like Dewey decimal drawer system that they've got just like walls lined with those and a couple of cots laid out in the middle of the room. And there's steam kind of everywhere. There's a little bit of, um, uh, it actually looks like, uh, the owner of this cottage had kind of like dug down into whatever water system runs underneath this, uh, this hill. Uh, and like piped steam into this room. Uh, it's 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 this bizarre kind of combination of pipes and mechanical uh, wood and herbal kind of uh, of a situation. Uh, and we see uh, we see a young woman uh, in repose upon one of the cots. Uh, Sam, if you would please uh, describe your character, sir. Um, so. Juniper Snowthorn, 
Uh, she's 20 years old. Um, she's about five foot six, five foot seven. She likes to pretend she's a lot taller. Um, she walks around with her mother's staff attached to her back. Um, and she, <laughs> out of a pit of rage, one day she decided to shave half of her head. So the la- left side of her head is completely shaved down. She's got this mop of chestnut brown hair falling over the other side. Um, she's a half elf. Um, and, uh, up above her ears and over her forehead is a, a bandana type wrapping that she has around her head. She's got a little sapphire, uh, earring that she's attached to the top of that bandana. Um, and she is, She is hiding, probably, (laughs) and (laughs) right now she's a little bit worried. Uh, You are, in fact, hiding out. This is often where you come to hide out. This is Riley's uh, infirmary uh, that is managed by uh, the eccentric uh, Oz, uh, who is uh, about three foot tall, currently puttering about in the back of, uh, of the uh room i think um you tell me what this interaction looks like you've just been fired uh for the third time from the quartermasters Hmm. gods know how many how many times you've been fired from other unrelated things um we don't uh i'm gonna have you roll your luck check here in a minute but i am curious like what how are you are you are you talking with oz are you just taking space and enjoying the steam um are you uh where 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 are you at uh right now june uh june is trying to meditate a little bit um and i think she's finding some reprieve in in oz's space and i think i think also coming to oz to kind of like vent a little bit yeah uh, because it wasn't her fault uh, being fired at all. So she just wants to make that very clear uh, to somebody that will listen to her. Uh, all right. Why don't you go ahead and roll me that luck check? Flat. Okay. Please, no disadvantage. <laughs> yeah. That's a low point so far, friends. That's <laughs> that's a 13. Okay. Uh, June, we're actually going to do something a little different here. Uh, I want you to tell me. Uh, 13's not that unlucky, right? I mean, it's it's definitely not the luckiest. Uh, you know, it's um, <laughs> maybe a little symbolic, but it's also above average. So, you know, there's it's got some, got some tug in both directions. Um, Sounds on brand. Given that you given that you rolled a 13 on your luck check, what was going on that got ultimately got June fired? What was the like straw that broke the back? Okay, so what happened was she was in the back um and she has like her little sketchbook that she carries around with her. And she was, she had just taken all of her art supplies, 
to the back because she's been told she can't work on them in the front. Uh, so she brought them to the back of the shop and she's writing out her little signs and she was attaching string to the signs. She was making uh, the signboard boards for the boars. Uh, she was going to drape them over the boars. Um, and so she put all, she was putting a lot of time and effort into it. And uh, apparently she's not allowed to do that in the back of the shop either. Uh, so I think that's June's sort of interpretation of how things went down. Uh, I think that the way that, you know, kind of what you saw was exactly that, right? And your mm-hmm. most recent boss, uh, the quartermaster, uh, uh, Benny Jazir, had, had sort of come in and and she had um, just flown off the handle at you, uh, demanded that you get out, not willing to hear your excuses or arguments. Um, and uh, so, you know, maybe after a fashion you had complied and you had sort of meandered your way over to uh to the infirmary um and i think right away you would come in and uh and oz you know kind of from the back had been like june oh june oh goodness did it happen again june I- i'm real sorry i oh, june sweetie oh goodness oh my benny said i could do the signs uh, not do the signs in the front of the store, so I took it to the back of the store. Hmm. I was just, I was just following her rules. I was just, I did everything I was told. I just June, took June, it to June. the back of the store. Uh, and you see that Oz uh, starts skittering around, pulling things from drawers. And Oz, Oz seems to be a bit of a tinkerer. They, uh, they actually have. Um, uh, these like really thick, sort of low, uh, like um, uh, uh, pince-nez glasses that they wear, uh, and uh, they they have uh, from a backpack uh, that they wear. They've got like a little um, uh, helping hand. It's this like mechanical arm that they can like twist and turn and have hold things. Uh, and so you see that they um, you know kind of pull that out, put a bowl in it. Uh, start plucking you some herbs and some things, some cool, some calming, some lavenders and things to just sort of calm you down. Uh, and they rush that over to a little heat diffuser, uh, you know, cut a little stump and drop it on there. And the, the you know, kind of the, the room starts to, you know, kind of perfume with these very calming scents. Um, and, uh, and Oz, you know, kind of um, gestures to a cot and sits on one themselves and, and says... Now, June, June, sweetie, you, I mean, okay, I'll grant you, Benny's a hard ass, right? Like, Benny's a hard ass. I get that. You get that. I get that. We all get that. Sure, sure. But you gotta understand, June, it's not that she didn't want you to do it in the front of the shop. It's that Uh, she was tasked with not letting you do it at all. Well, she should have said that. Well, she should have said that. She should have been specific If shoulds were horses, we'd all have lots of horses, wouldn't we? <laughs> well, that's... We don't have horses. We have boars. And that's why I was making signs for the boars. It's really important. And I don't see how she didn't understand that that was important to me. Those were my needs at the time. Well, we all do have needs. And those needs ought to be respected. June... 
I just can't. I just don't. I just don't want Isaac to find out just yet. Uh, I, I want you to roll me a perception check if you don't mind. Oh shit. <laughs> oh. And I just realized she was doing billboards. Get it? Billboards. <laughs> Bill <laughs> Bill hey, that's very yeah. good, Emily. Hey, Emily. Hey, Emily. Hey, Emily. Hey, Emily. Hi. That's very good. I like that. Bit. That's a good bit. Uh, I now uh, resign from Unbalanced Encounters. <laughs> <laughs> that's another 13. All right, uh, on a 13 perception, yeah, you absolutely clock uh, a man that you uh, do not get along with on a good day, uh, Maurice Broadbeam, huffing on his pipe and storming uh, beyond you up to Isaac's office. Uh, and as you say, <laughs> I don't want Isaac... You, like, I, I, I think it's... I think this is a, actually a reflexive role. I don't think you really processed it. You were too sort of distraught and just, like, beelining for Oz. I think this is almost a, like, you're going back over what you had seen, and you it clicks like, oh, fuck. Like, you maybe have the amount of time that it takes Isaac to stop, like, rage shakes before... He's going to find you and figure out what to do with you next. And, and I think that as you're processing this, um, yeah, I think that Oz, uh, you know, kind of looks, looks at you and says, Oh, honey. Oh, no, he already knows, doesn't he? I mean, as long as Harissa doesn't know, too, at the same time. I mean, I just want I just want I want the right. I mean, I want the right time to tell them separately and you know maybe maybe they'll finally see maybe i mean i just i hope they'll under see and understand that's not what i'm supposed to be doing i'm not supposed to be back there i'm not supposed to be in the stores i got important work to do oz i know i know you do i know you do uh, listen juniper I need to know, it is one of my needs right now that I need to know, are you in a space where you could receive some constructive criticism at the moment? Of, of course, of always. All, from you, Oz, always. All right, all right. All Lay it right. on me. Um, okay, okay. Uh, and you see that they kind of wring their hands a little bit. And they... How many more of these do you think that that you can go through, sweetie. More. How many more times can Isaac put you in a new job before he just gets gets plumb fed up? Well, if he would just listen to me, then he would know that I can't. I'm what he wants me to do in this town is not. Is not what I'm meant to do. Uh, I think when you when you say that, um, on a thirteen luck check, I think Oz scampers uh, kind of back to their uh, bookshelf, and you know, kind of there's some books on this, and you know, kind of in this in this space as well. I think they actually pull out one of the like hard drawers that pulls out like four of them at once, and it's just filled with books. Uh, and uh, grabs one and hands it back over to you. 
Um, and you see that it is a um, just a used old field guide to the plants of the northern deserts. Um, and you see Oz says, It's a big world out there, June. It's a hard world out there. I've been through some of it. I don't know if you're meant for bigger things than here, or if you're meant to figure out how to make this place your home, but... Just don't ever forget that there's... There's a lot out there. I know. I just hope one day... I can make him and... Well, maybe Daddy and Mama proud. Someday. With what I want to do. With what I believe. So, I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it is here. Maybe I can... Someday someone will listen to me. And I'll be able to make something better of this place. But... Thank you for this, though. This is exciting. You, 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 you go on and you, you keep that. I've, I've, I got that locked away. Locked away. I know that book cover cover. Thank you. You, you hold on to it and, and you... Um, you learn what you can, and and you just remember that you you just keep learning what you can, and 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 if lessons were horses, I used that one already. Hold on, I'll work on that. And they just like turn and like descend into the the infirmary, like just muttering to themselves. Uh, and I think with that, we actually jump back uh, in time a little bit uh, to uh, the wee hours. Uh, of the morning, we see a ceramic statue in a kitchen garden on a high ledge just before dawn. Uh, Cinder, would you please describe your character for us? Sure, yeah. So, uh, Guard is a looming figure. Um, they have very long, skinny arms, giant shoulder pads that look like they're made out of, like, bits of uh, weird metals and stone. Um, Their whole body looks like it's made of these strange metals and stone. They have huge gauntlets, um, uh, much smaller legs, and they sort of stand as if they're like hunched over. Their head is too small for their body, but still pretty big compared to like a normal person's head. And then in in where their face should be is a uh, porcelain sort of Greco-Roman style uh, mask just right in front of their face. Um, they are a golem. Um, and, uh, and yeah, they hold the, all of their, like their gauntlets and their shoulders have these, uh, patterns on them that almost look like, uh, the patterns that you would see on like, uh, like, uh, old vases, like these little intricate sort of, uh, shapes and woven bits and pieces. Oh, and I've also, oh, he, yeah, and I have an axe that is like, uh, a little bit too big for most people to use that has similar patterns on it as well. Uh, that is extremely good. Uh, and we see we see guards sort of in this kitchen garden. Um, uh, I'm going to ask about that in a second, uh, but before I do, uh, I would appreciate if you could roll me, again, a flat luck check. Yeah, sure. Let's go, baby. 14. Our best luck check of the session. Hell yes. Uh, okay. 
I'm a lucky guy. <laughs> uh, Cinder, you, you, you are a lucky guy. You just, you keep that positivity going. Uh, we're all lucky, frankly. Uh, you know, when you really think about it, I don't know. This bit's nothing. Um, <laughs> I got you. I got you. I got you. L lucky to have friends like us. <laughs> See, this is what I mean by, yeah, anyway, because uh, now we're making the audience feel bad that they're not friends with us, which, I mean, it isn't true. You're definitely could, our friends. They could be friends no with us. In a non-parasocial, totally normal, actually human way, you are 100%. all our best friends. Um, best friends. You're friends yeah, with I, us every time you listen to <laughs> Unbalanced Encounters. I'm not friends with any 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 of these people. <laughs> That are listening. <laughs> Not friends, best friends. You're uh, best friends with all of us except Cinder. Every time you listen to Unbalanced Encounters, <laughs> amazing. Uh, guard, why yeah. are you in this kitchen garden? What uh, what does your sort of late night, early earliest morning kind of look like? Most people need sleep. I watch when it is late and there is not much to watch. I enjoy the garden. There and is an older woman who occasionally also does not sleep. And it is pleasant to sit and be in her garden and her company. Uh, I think that as you're sort of reflecting on that, uh, you see a little waft of steam kind of rise out, wavering in the moonlight from uh, the window kind of over your shoulder, uh, and you hear a kettle pick up a whistle and um, very quickly move off, boiling water, uh, and you see this um, very old kind of hunched dwarven woman uh shaved head uh fully fully bald massive glasses uh big kind of dangly tin and brass earrings uh and like a choker she's in like a bathrobe uh shuffles out and uh you know kind of full moon up in the sky sees you kind of watching over her her kitchen garden uh guard you would you would know this as um goethe broadbean uh auntie goethe to most people in town uh she is maurice maurice's wife uh and this is their this is the broadbean cottage uh and she takes a little sip of this oolong that she's made well you know i'd uh I'd always offer you a cup of tea, guard, but I, I, I think two years in, we can, can skip that formality. That makes sense. Everything right as rain out here, sweetheart? There were some unusual movements amongst the geckos, but I do not think it is an issue. Geckos, huh, Lord? I don't know. They are interesting creatures. I don't fool around none going down there into that woods. And she kind of drifts off for a second. Uh, you kind of get the sense that she might be thinking about 
you know, kind of you, you immediately clock like the dangers of the woods, right? Like it's a very wild place. Things happen. People get hurt. It's a logging community. It's not uncommon. And you sort of dial in and, and she starts to think about um, the most recent incident, uh, the disappearance uh, that happened a, a few months back. Uh, there was um, yet yet another member of the community that strayed a little too far away from the logging camp at a grove and just never, never came back. Um, and uh, she sort of snaps back in and says, well, it just don't interest me none. So long as you stay within the parameters of the village, I think the geckos won't do you any harm. <laughs> she gives a, a little chuckle. Uh, and I think, you know, takes another sip of tea and kind of rests her head on your very long arm, gives a little yawn. I look down awkwardly. <laughs> We're lucky to have you, you know? I, know. I know not everybody thinks it. I know what they be saying about the Imperials, but I think we're lucky to have you. What they say does not bother me. There you have it. Um, yeah, Guard is, if she's like leaning on him, Guard is just going to look down and sort of, in the same way that like, you know, he was kind of watching the geckos earlier. He's kind of like, oh yeah, you know, these, these, these guys got to lean on stuff a lot. That's weird. Uh, but that's probably, that's all that's going through his head in that moment as she's leaning on him. I think that's exactly right. And I think that she kind of vibes that from you. And that's, that's, that's right. Right. Like that's, you know, it's, um, you, you, you have made her feel safe in this moment. Actually, go ahead and take inspiration for me. Um, sure. uh, cause you have made her feel safe in this moment, despite that not really meaning anything to you. Um, and I think that what we actually see now is uh, a bit of a time lapse, uh, as guard kind of exists in this constant state of awareness. Um, we see Gerda kind of finish her tea and zip inside and finally find her way back to sleep. We see some geckos moving in the trees off in the very far distance. Uh, we see the sun begin to crest over the eastern horizon. We see uh, Scrumpy letting the pigs out into uh, the, the, the creek uh, and several of them getting their, drinking their fill and looking at each other with this moment of quizzicality. Uh, guard, if you would please roll me a quick perception check. Of course. 18. I am guard. Yeah, on an 18, um, you you specifically mark some negative space that they're not in. These, these boar are willing to get kind of up close next to each other. You notice some negative space, some empty space that they won't go into. Uh, and the ones that are closest to that space rush out uh, into the town. Uh, as the sun fully rises and Benny Jazir makes her way to the quartermaster's, uh, uh, to the general store. And, um, and Maurice makes his way to the mill. Uh, Harissa makes her way out into, uh, into, into town. Uh, you see some children, uh, kind of come up and they, you know, sort of run, uh, through this vegetable garden. Uh, several of them kind of hang off of you and dangle and swing. Uh, how does Gerd react to that? 
I try to shake them off. Uh, I think that as you try to shake them off, they like use that as a challenge, and you actually see one of these little kids like fully yes. does a flip and like lands, and all of the kids freak out. It's the coolest shit they've ever seen. And they're all back padding and rush off. Again, we're seeing this in just like time lapse. Uh, we see um, uh, the town kind of make its way into kind of public life and get ready. Uh, and um, last, but certainly not particularly late, uh, somewhere around seven o'clock, uh, we see our last of the uh, Broadbeam family uh, we see Leah Broadbeam, uh, daughter of Maurice and Gerda. Uh, she is a young uh, dwarven lumberjack, uh, very long red hair, kind of down, uh, you know, kind of down to her waist, braided in like these very thick kind of no-nonsense plaits. Um, and she, she fully has like an axe <laughs> up over her shoulder and she walks out and says... Uh, uh, morning, God. Everything look right? Good morning. There is something strange that scared some boar that I would like to speak to Harissa about. But other than that, the morning is fine. That's good stuff. All right, well, good timing, actually, because uh, I was just going over to see Isaac. We got to get ready for our shift. You want to head over with me? I would. Do you need assistance carrying any of your wares? Uh, she, like, just, like, casually hands you her lunch that's, like, tied up in a handkerchief, uh, and it's just like, eh, if you're offering. I hold it like a little purse in front of me, even though it's very <laughs> small. Yes! <laughs> sort of waddling with it. Amazing. Um, you make your way to Isaac's office. Uh, and through the commotion inside, uh, Leah says, Isaac yelled so-and-so, you ready to go to work? She walks in, guard behind her. On the ground still, from the chair. <laughs> Your chair is broken. Isaac! Isaac, what the hell are you doing on the floor? And Isaac, uh, this is, th this is meaningful to you because, uh, you are just like, uh, prostrate, it seems like, on the floor, just kind of in a, in a, in a, in a heap. Um, embracing the day. It yeah, it really just embracing <laughs> everything about this wonderful day. Uh, um, Leah uh, is your second in command. Uh, she, she is your lieutenant, uh, a position that you filled for Dale Snowthorn for years before his, uh, his sort of untimely death. Um, Leah was the first uh, the first person that was hired into Rally. Uh, she has been with you since the absolute beginning. She's an incredibly competent lumberjack. She takes after her father in that way. Uh, her father and mother were brought on because that was the deal. Um, uh, and uh, so you are just splayed out in front of her. What do you do? Oh, let me just get up. Hold on. Ugh. And he just sits. He doesn't stand up. He's just sitting on the ground. <laughs> <sighs> Leah, we, we've known each other a long, long time, right? Yeah, too long. We're friends. We're, we're, we're buddies. We're pals. Yeah, I mean, I think everything's got to run its course at some point, right? The courses have been run, absolutely. But, uh, you know, there's rocky moments and whatnot and upset. You talk about the time you fell out the tree? 
Listen, that tree had branches in which were very misleading. And so I will continue to take pride in the fact that I thought it was a stable branch in which I stepped on. Listen, this is beyond the point. The point is your daddy came in earlier talking about a millstone and I got to figure that out. So, you know, my hands are tied. I was wondering. Dick, you're kidding me. The millstone's gone. Gone's a strong word. I would say more of just, you know, a bit disabled, possibly. God, when you when you need, I don't know, oil or, or you know, charge up, maybe. I don't need anything, but okay. I do have information to share from my watch. Outstanding. So, Leah, you're going to hire Juniper, and we're going to listen to God's conversation. God, go no, ahead and start talking. Juniper! Mm-hmm. God, you had something to say, Leah. It's very rude to to interrupt. We're going to talk about this. I, yeah, mm-hmm. we're going to guard. Go ahead, go ahead, Early guard. Tell morning. us what you know. Early this morning, I saw the boars by the river. Something spooked some of them. I believe some of the boars may be running amok throughout the village. Beyond that. The thing that spooked them was confusing. I am not sure how to describe it, and I think we should see what it is. Also, Axe Drummer, your chair is broken. <laughs> but beyond everything, that was wonderful information you, you have gathered for us, God, and I appreciate that. Uh, you have multiple times you have told me about said chair that I already know. I wasn't sure. I pre- you know what? I, that is on me. I you should have said something. Sitting on the floor. God, uh, what did you say spooked the board? Was it a thing? Was it a, an animal? It was not a thing that I could perceive, but it was a thing that spooked the boars. Is Caden Thomas all right? Caden Thomas is fine. He was uh, rolling about in the mud. But, um, oh, okay. Okay. Uh, so it you, you couldn't see it, but something they sensed, maybe something invisible? Perhaps. I thought it best to come communicate to you first before I began experimenting. I, I think that is very wise, God, very wise. We will go together and we will have a look at the, at the river and see if we can see what happened. Yes, Leah, Leah, take notes, take notes. See, dire things are happening. We have minus one millstone. The entire city depends on it, town depends on it. And yet we're worried about why pigs are scared of their own sneezes. It's priorities. It's priorities, <laughs> Leah. Those are the things that we need to worry about. No, uh, priority means I get breakfast. I did not get breakfast because I was trampled by a boar. So, um, I am. This is my priority for today. You, you can deal with millstones. That's out of my how you say uh, jurisdiction. You know what? I would like to talk about the millstone for a minute, <clears throat> Isaac. Please, if I may, talk about the single most fucking important thing. That we could possibly be dealing with right now. Correction. You Breakfast are- is the most important meal of the day. Thank Carissa, you. <laughs> what <laughs> happened? The, the the mess hall should have got your breakfast. What's what's wrong? Or at least 
I attempt, I go to the door, I got trampled, I then go to the door again, thinking, ah, fuck the door, and then the door is locked. I don't know what happened. The door so then I had to go was locked. Did you, did you push or did you pull? <laughs> Isaac, I need you to roll me a fucking deception check here. I need you to roll me. Uh, uh, so you get insight against this. That was too good. That was too good. Alrighty, insight. What is with my rolls, dude? It's a seven. Versus a 17. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harissa, as you see this glorious deflection, this master fencing maneuver <laughs> of did you push or did you pull, uh, you immediate, immediately clock uh, that Isaac just didn't assign a mess officer. There was nobody there this morning, was there? What? what? Uh, you know, I, mm, I it, now I said, looking at my paperwork on my. Well, I can't see my know, desk right now because I'm sitting on the I on the floor. With, but with no breakfast, I, that, that is you completely know, that's fair. The one thing I need is breakfast. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I would like some breakfast, please. Um, Leah, as as Ju- Juniper's fired. I found my mistake, individual. So go ahead and fire her later on today after you hire her, and then she'll get the job at the mess deck. Problem solved. See, I don't know why everybody's worried about what's wrong and whatnot. We got we got this in the bag. So are we going for boards or why you know, am I hiring June to fire her later? Knowing damn well she's never gonna lift a finger to help the logging operation. And why are we even talking about this if we ain't got no millstone? What good is Elderwood if we can't mill it? Listen, listen. It's an attitude like that, and that's why you are second in command, and I am first. We gotta, all right, we gotta all just right. ride this out. Relax. Isaac, we're, Isaac. we're gonna we're, uh, no, we're no, do no. some Here. breathing exercise. No, I learned this from Oz. With, there were was some fumes and whatnot. I got a little dizzy, but uh, if we do this breathing exercise, we try this out. There we go. There we go. Just, Does just the just breathing relax. exercise with you? Just relax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't get grumpy like your daddy. You know nobody like him. All right. <laughs> now. Uh, Dungeon master, are there any like? Are there any like uh, like crates or boxes or anything in the room? Tons. <laughs> Tons. There will be tons because he has no clue what he's doing in this right. office space. So, so while you guys are while None. you guys are having this conversation, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna just pick up one of the like big, big to medium sized boxes. I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna push your chair aside. And I'm gonna put it down so you can sit on it. Oh, fate, Leah. Chair. Take notes once again. This is now the my favorite person in in valley right here thank you god Uh, okay millstone millstone i'm sorry leah yes let's talk about the millstone so important whatnot isaac you know that i mean damn it man i think you're doing the best you can but we're out here holding on by a goddamn thread and you're asking me to replace real lumberjacks with tree huggers fired from every goddamn job because they can't stop protesting. And you're asking me to go out and fetch more goddamn elderwood to sit in a pile while daddy dies of tobacco because we don't have no millstone and he's got nothing to do with smoke all day. 
to be fair, I've been talking to him about about. Yeah, this. and I appreciate that. We're all working on it with him. He'll get there eventually. My point is that we got to work backwards here, Isaac. We got to work backwards, right? We got to start with that millstone. And I, I, I ain't got the slightest clue what we're going to be doing about that. And that is why I'm second in command. I'm waiting on you. All right. All right. Uh, can can Isaac make some type of check to try and figure out what would be valuable enough to get the mine heads like, yeah, thought the process of trading for a millstone? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, go ahead and go ahead and roll me. Uh, goodness, what are uh, I've been rolling what, great tonight. So. Yeah, it's been it's been top tier. Uh, I think this is probably going to be um, uh, wisdom. Uh, wisdom was okay. Probably insight. insight. Insight into what they want. So I think this is insight. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 That's a nineteen. Hell yeah! Um, on a nineteen, you know that they um, that your uh, bellows in the refinery is something that they have been eyeing since Dale's time uh, because it is one of the most uh, well-manufactured uh, and powerful bellows. You're able to get some pretty high temperatures that would be helpful for smelting uh, some of their softer metals. Uh, and so that would potentially be something that they'd be enthusiastic about. Uh, with the bellows, is that something that could be remade to the same ability i think on a, on a 19 you could theoretically you could you could figure out how to horse trade something worse right like something that's a little bit less effective and it might slow down production a little bit but it's still it still gets you there right like you you know that you don't need this crazy top tier bellow system that you have in order to function it helps but you don't need it um right. you need a mill wheel in order you to function need the, you need the mill um, most okay and so that's what you get on uh that's what you get on a uh on a 19 um and i will actually say that you know this is a wisdom based check um you just get a little ping in the back of your head reminding you that you have that unopened letter from your buyer uh which could be more money right it could be who knows what it is shit just start opening it because it's been in his hand the whole time <laughs> <laughs> you pull it open uh and the first thing that you notice is the signature uh and uh it is signed high scepter in big calligraphic letters uh and your stomach just sinks just this is not gonna be a good letter uh you uh start reading uh and uh it says i hope that the guard contingent that we have sent continues to prove satisfactory for the safety and well-being of your camp. We appreciate the work that you do and expect that our generous contribution be put to good use. I am delighted to inform you that their Royal Highness, the Empressar, will be doubling next month's order. We will intend to pay the same rate and while we understand that the cops regrowth has been slower than you had anticipated we trust that you'll be able to deliver on time mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all right sounds good sounds good all right 
You know what? You know what we all need? You know what everyone in this room needs? We need a drink. That's what we need. Uh, full smash cut. We're now in Scrumpy's Tavern. I was going to have either Guard or Harissa go snatch up uh, Juniper. All right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think you send the both of them is what you end up doing. Uh, June, you are sitting in, you're sitting in the infirmary. Uh, uh, Harissa and, and Guard, you approach. Uh, and June, you bolt upright and Harissa and Guard are here. Uh, June's eyes just like get super big and she kind of like stands at attention because she feels like that's like one of the best ways to deal with harissa is to like (laughs) to act like she's in line for the most part but um oh harissa hey god oh my god Hi, how's it going? Did you guys come to relax a little bit? Um, I was just actually, I was just about to leave. Um, I've got some, I've got some stuff to handle. Uh, um, bye. <laughs> She's gonna try to walk past them out the door. The guard is just gonna put a hand. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna we're how are we gonna do this? I think we're gonna treat this as a as a as a grapple check, uh, guard and uh, uh, guard. You, I need you to roll me athletics, and June, I need you to roll me the better of athletics or acrobatics. You have to beat a sixteen, so I think you're trying to roll pretty high. Uh-oh. That is a nine, guard. That's a nine for me. Slams out of hand. <laughs> Isaac wants a word. She's just gonna very like gently put her hands on guard's arm and be like, I, and I'd love to see him. I don't. It would be great to see him today. I just, you know, I got some stuff I gotta do out in the woods. I still got a little bit juniper. Yeah. Come on. Yes. I, yeah. Uh, you're gonna bring me there no matter what, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, as we're walking back there, um, guard turns to Harissa. The mill is important, and the millstone is important, but these are not our job. There is something weird by the river. I do not want that to go uninspected. Noted. I agree with you. I would like to go and see the river as soon as possible. We will get the lovely Juniper to Isaac. Might have a quick wetting of the of the whistle, and uh, we will go to we will go to the river very soon. Okay. Cut over to Scrumpies who is just delighted that everyone has decided that this uh, is going to be a fun morning for fucking once. Uh, (laughs) 
fungi. Uh, Scrumpy, I'm a fungi. Just has, it just has cups like rolling about like, you know, every time there's like a, a, a one that's been used, he like tries to pick it up and it kind of like it'll fall on the floor and he's just kind of all over himself, twisting and turning and pouring uh, this beverage that tastes a little bit like, um, well, have you ever had? Oh, my God. Please say Uzo. Have you ever? Okay. I want you to imagine. I want you to imagine. Because again, that licorice, that licorice is about right, right? Like Uzo, but if Uzo was specifically made by Jack Daniels. Oh, God. (laughs) Um, For folks that are listening to this because it's an audio production, every person on the podcast just made the foulest face. Like they just sneered. In setting up these shots and whatnot. Isaac always has two in front of him. One undrank? Uh, yeah, and has one that's always undrank. Juniper, have a seat. Come on. Uh, have a seat. You, right, right, right. right. Uh, no, 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 no. Isaac is so good to see you. I got to. I just. I, I just. Nope, can, uh, I, I see, just you really thought you had to go. go s- but go ahead and sit down. Like, you got to go here. See, I told. K- listen, I told. Mm-hmm. I told no, I'm listening. K- huh? I told KTA that I was gonna go and see him rub his belly a little bit. So I'm gonna be I'm gonna be right. Oh, he's right here. Right. He's I'll right here. Right. He's he's literally right here. He's drinking with us. This you, is perfect. You see, you see Caden Thomas like Caden Thomas like rolls over, like doesn't stand, just like full seal rolls over to your table. Uh, <laughs> Majestic beast. Majestic. Uh and he just Oh. Ah, uh, KTA, hello. And she's just going to put a lot, all of her focus on, like, rubbing up on this sweet, sweet baby. Just, uh, oh, just... Kate and Thomas is just into it. I'll take one of uh, her dad's shots and hand it to her. Oh. Uh, I would like... Uh, 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 Isaac, as you do that, I would like you to... Um, uh, Roll me constitution saving throw, please. Sure. Uh, and June, if you take the shot, I would like that same saving throw from you as well. Okay. Yes, uh, June is gonna. Okay. Thank you so much. That's an eight. Isaac, you're getting a little. You're getting. You're getting like the amount of tipsy that you would expect. Oh. This stuff is pretty high. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. <sighs> um. That one. That's a what one. Let's go. Uh, that one. You know, you know, me and your dad used to drink at Scrumpies all the time, and you think I can hold my liquor, man? I bet, I bet you could do the same thing. Go ahead, DM. June, <laughs> uh, I need you to actually roll me a D one hundred. What? That's always a good sign. Oh no! Oh no! D one hundreds are great. All right, a ninety eight. Uh, I'll get back to you on that in about two seconds. But in the meantime, you are blasted. I'm just, listen, uh, did I tell you guys about, did I tell you about the other day what I saw in the woods? Did you know, did you know, did you know that there's over a hundred different moss types in the forest and that, and that how soft they are and it depends, some of them grow on the trees Mm -hmm. and some of them grow on the rocks. And did you, did you know that there's an ecosystem within that very moss that helps the moss live do you know what happens when you have those wood choppers go out there, those murderers with those? They are going and they are killing the moss that they are walking on and all the organisms. 
I hand her another shot. Thank you. Little birds drift into the window and lands. Uh, and on a 98, what the hell? they start whistling. They start whistling this little jaunty tune that is like this melodic undersweep to June's impassioned pleas for justice for the moss. She's just... You have to be considerate of all of the different kinds, and every time we go out there, we're causing damage, and... It's like a choreographed dance. I've been trying to tell you. I've been trying oh. to tell all of you. When you step on the ground in the forest, you kill a bunch of things. I want to um, kind of take a step back here and uh, figure out kind of where everybody is spending uh, their afternoons. Um, and uh, it sounds like we're going to get a little bit of um, sort of creek investigation from uh, Harissa and, and Guard, uh, which I'm here for. Go. I was going to um, volunteer Juniper to assist me at noon to um, go talk with the Minehead boys. All right. So I think that um, uh, you, you, you know, you propose that Leah kind of juts in and she's like, it'll take a, a little while to get there. We should probably leave basically now when she's kind of still freaking out oh, about yeah, the birds. We're, um, we're good. <laughs> we're so going to go ahead. We're going to go ahead and do uh, Harissa and guard uh, in one, uh, one moment. And then we'll jump back over uh, to Isaac, June and Leah. Uh, as they make their way to uh, out into the world. Actually, Harissa, I need a constitution saving throw from you. Oh, yeah, I had a couple shots, didn't I, before I yeah, you did. exited. I got a five. <laughs> um, yeah, you're not doing great. Um, uh, you know what? The way that I'm actually going to mechanically uh, impose some stuff here uh, is that uh, both Harissa and June are going to take disadvantage on your next check but uh no no d100s for you um drink and responsibly. uh yes uh <laughs> That's right. balanced encounters encourage everyone to drink responsibly we do encourage everyone to drink but only of responsibly of age responsibly of age make sure you get that in there mm -hmm. or or yeah. or just drink chocolate milk if you just drink chocolate milk it doesn't matter what age you are yeah, drink chocolate milk. It's fine. <laughs> when they there say don't drink and drive, it's anything. They don't tell you that, but it's you're not allowed to literally consume liquids and drive. It's it's very against the law. No, but real talk. When I was like five and I heard that <laughs> shit. Everyone believed the same thing. Yes. Water? Yeah. I can't drink water, but I need What the fuck? This is a 10-hour drive. What am I supposed <laughs> to do? I'm going to fucking die. I'm going to die. <laughs> I'm sorry. Rails. <laughs> Just little right. five-year-old, five-year-old Craig. I'm gonna fucking die. I'm gonna die. <laughs> My lips are so chapped right now. All right, all right. Fantasy hats. Back to rally. Harissa and Guard. Uh, you are kind of making your way along the the creek. Um, imagine you sort of started kind of at the pen uh, near um, Scrumpy's cottage. Uh, where where are you headed from there? What does this look like? Uh, let's try to find that spot. 
and I would like to spend some time trying to find where I saw the boars get spooked. Uh, I think that's probably going to look like an investigate check, um, right. unless you have an argument for something else. I don't. I will say that I am not opposed to wading into the river, sort of just, you know, no, okay. not looking with a fine comb. We shall see. That's a natural 20. So That's a natural 20 19. minus one for 19. Uh, wonderful. Got to respect the crit here. You find quite a bit. Uh, the first thing that you find is obviously you find the trail of hoof prints leading from that one spot. And you can see that there, there, there is an outline, you know, kind of in this, this encircling this patch of ground. Uh, and the hoof prints lead off in the directions that you would expect given that you would expect given kind of where the boars ran. In the middle of that patch, you see a pair of prints after a fashion. Uh, they, um, I like that this is you. This is very good. Uh, roll me an insight check. This is, this is a how well does guard know human fashion? Uh, not well. Uh, as it turns out. Um, there are a couple of like rectangular prints in this spot, right? Like, um, uh, you know, kind of rectangular grooves in the ground, uh, you know, kind of two, uh, you know, sort of in, in line about a foot apart. And then another set of two, a couple inches apart, a couple inches away from that again, about a foot apart. Um, and so, you know, sort of four rectangles pressed into the ground, um, in this clearing, uh, in this little circle here. And then you see a set of hoof prints lead off in a direction that you didn't see anything run. Uh, and that direction kind of doubles over the creek a couple of times. You wade into the water uh, and uh, they, it, 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 the prints disappear in the water. Um, so that's what you get for prints. You also see as you get down the creek a little bit uh, that there are stones kind of lining the edges of the creek that all seem to be white for some reason. They seem to have been painted white. And uh, after, I, after I show the prints and strange little box imprints in the earth to Harissa, I will approach the river and I will poke at one of these painted rocks with the butt of my axe. And if they do not do anything particularly nefarious upon my poking, I shall pick one up. Okay. Um, you poke it, nothing happens. You pick one up. It's a rock that someone or something has painted uh, with this, you know, kind of white chalky substance. Um, it's dry and almost powdery, but it seems to have, like, dripped down as if someone had applied it with, like, a brush or as a glaze. Harissa. There are footprints that lead off in a direction that I did not see an animal going in. Hoof prints. And what do you make of this? And I hold up the painted rock. There's many of these along the riverside. Uh, I'll have a look at the rock first as he's holding it up. Um, can I do like a, an investigation or something on that? Yeah, on the rock? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah go ahead and roll investigation. 
I get a disadvantage, don't I? Because I'm a little bit. Yeah, because you're, you're tipsy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Double nine. Just get a double. Just roll double nineteen. Uh, oh. That is six plus two, eight. Uh, what the fuck? Who paints rocks? That's fucking yeah. weird. Yeah, it is. In that case, I'll pay, put attention to the footprints. And do I recognize what those? Yeah. I know. Yeah, you do. You absolutely do. They're sandals. Oh. They're 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 elevated sandals i mean you know kind of in our world very much those japanese wooden uh sort of um farmer sandals do i know anyone who wears them in the village when not in town no <laughs> i'll just tell you this one thing it's just if you just stop moving guard i will tell you it is hard to stop moving i will try um, you and your twin, I think, need to go and, um, I think do, we should do walks around the perimeter, see if there are any more of these, if we see anything else similar. I think we both do a walk and then meet back up at the gate later. Sounds good. I, I do have right. one question. Yes. Should we leave the painted rocks or should we shove them aside, push them into the river. Ooh, I like, you are devious. I like you, God. I knew I kept you around for a reason. I think we push them into the water, wash off the paint, and see if they get repainted. Huh? Sound good. Hmm. Sound good. Mm. Sound good. I am a genius. I like, this is good. This is good plan. Harissa come up with good plan. Right. Let's wash these rocks, do a walk, come back, see what happens. Uh, I think that you all, you really put your, your sort of chest into this, right? Like, I think that there's, uh, you know, like this is, this is, there's like a, an element, you know, drunk as you are, Harissa, I, I, you know, I think you're starting to sober up a little bit. Certainly guard, there's an element of like, this is what the job is, right? Like, do the patrols, do the rounds, uh, you know, be, be, you know, kind of like, be on top of the, be on top of things, know the threats. Um, and you're doing this bigger perimeter. You're like out in the woods a little bit, like kind of wandering the tree line and ensuring that nobody's kind of making camp or anything. Um, and I can give you this for free. No one is. Um, and you make your way. You make your way. You know, you see, you see uh, uh, Isaac and, and um, uh, Isaac and, and Leah and June as they leave, uh, you know, kind of as you start your, your rounds and you do this whole big thing. You eventually circle your way back in uh, and make your way back uh, to the creek. Uh, to see uh, a man who is hunched over some rocks, painting them with a liquid chalk mixture. Uh, Harissa, you know immediately this to be your subordinate, Martin von Winkleberry III. <laughs> oh, wow, no. that's a name. Wow. That's a good name. Martin. I'm getting all that. Martin von Winkleberry. Martin von Winkleberry the III. The third. That means the three times these dumbasses know their child. <laughs> Why is he painting rocks? That is a very good question. Let us ask him, shall we? Oh, God. <clears throat> Martin? Oh, 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 
uh, and he poof, drops a, a rock into the water and it splashes and, you know, kind of he gets like, he like gets like the water washes the chalk up kind of onto him. And so he's like covered in like paint spray uh, and uh, he sort of stands up and uh, and turns around. And this man is actually older than you uh, by by quite a bit. Uh, he has a, you know, kind of a thick beard, white, you know, kind of very meticulously you know, kind of um, uh, trimmed. Uh, he's he's wearing like this ancient imperial, uh, you know, sort of uh, um, uh, 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 like field wear, right? Like almost kind of like fatigues where he's, you know, he's just the, the ancient, like was probably Martin Von Winkleberry the seconds. And uh, and he, he stands up and he's got a paintbrush in one hand and he says, uh, he says, uh, 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 Sergeant Teresa. Uh, I didn't, uh, I didn't see you there. I'm, uh, apologies. Uh, I was, uh, in the middle of, uh, taking some initiative. Yes. Ah, initiative. Uh, that is what you call it. Um, what, what initiative are you taking? What is this? Well, it's a security risk that this water simply runs through this community all willy-nilly. And so, I've taken it upon myself, because, well, frankly, no one else seems to take any damned initiative around here, to paint the rocks and use them as a border, you see, as a border along this creek, so that one might see it in either day or moonlight hours and be able to avoid falling into the creek and drowning. Uh, this creek is fucking at its deepest, maybe two feet. <laughs> uh, and he, he goes on and he says, um, but, 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 but the most interesting thing has happened is, it, 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 and it, frankly, it, 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 it's galling. Someone has taken the rocks and while they were still curing, put them back into the water. So I have to start again. And now this is going to be my entire day. Uh, unless you have uh, other other orders for me, of, of course. Uh, if you have more important things for me to be doing, uh, uh, I felt many, I should take some initiative around here. Yes. Um, there are many, <laughs> many things more important than painting rocks. I appreciate your initiative, Martin. Um, I, I, I do not understand it, but... Um, it is appreciated. No, it's not appreciated. No, this is... So, stop stop painting rocks. Uh, I, I will have to order you to stop painting rocks. Because um, we have, in fact, a potential intruder. What now, What is going wrong? Has someone, has, has someone been injured? Has there been a fire? Is there a catastrophe uh, present? Have you, have you seen any smoke? Well, no, but I haven't seen anything go wrong. Have you heard any screams? Well, no. That's why I decided to take the initiative to paint the rocks. That, yes. It's a preventative measure. <laughs> she just starts rubbing her temples like... <clears throat> Have you seen anybody wearing <laughs> any sandals? He physically, like, lifts up a foot to check himself as if he could <laughs> be wearing sandals. And he's wearing... He's wearing, like... Like plated leather boots, like clearly not sandals, but he checks. Then he puts his foot back down and he says, I don't believe so. Are sandals now forbidden in this community? You could just see like a vein like pulsing <laughs> on Harissa's forehead, like, mm. uh, in fact, yes, sandals are now forbidden, but that is another. Especially Let this be the first rule of rally. <laughs> no sandals in rally. Oh no, that's all June wears. So I don't know how that's gonna go. 
Martin, uh, there has been some suspicious activity uh, on the perimeter and we saw some uh, footprints that actually are um, sandaled footprints and we need you to do double shift around the perimeter all through the night just in case you see this sandaled individual again. Uh, go ahead and give me a persuasion check if you'd be so kind. Persuasion? An advantage because she's his. Uh, that's a good yes. argument. That's a good argument. Thank you. Go ahead and take it with advantage. Thank you. Because gotcha. I've got a minus one to persuasion. Yeah. I got double two. <laughs> my friends, that's a one in 400 chance not. of a double two. I did. A oh double two God. minus one for a dirty, a filthy one. Uh, and yeah. on that on that dirty one, uh, he gives you just the most inscrutable. Oh, you don't like this look at all. I bet this I is a bad be- look. Aye, aye. And he hops to and begins his perimeter search. Uh, and with that, hmm. we cut. Uh, we cut into the forest, the Western Wields, as Isaac and June and Leah, now beginning to sober, are making their long trek through the pass of the Western Mountains to the far side, where you will most certainly meet up with the Minehead Boy. Uh, you are running a little bit behind. It will probably take you until the early afternoon, uh, but you suspect that you'll be able to catch them within eyesight fairly easily. Um, uh, what uh, what are what are Isaac and June? You guys haven't really had a chance to talk about June getting fired, so I imagine that probably comes up. Uh. <laughs> June is, uh, tra- she <laughs> pull. <laughs> Were those white rocks everywhere? Yeah, you, saw, you saw some white rocks. You definitely okay, saw cool. some white rocks. I, I picked up a couple, and June has been scribbling, um, uh, tree- don't murder trees and, uh, <laughs> quit the cut on these white rocks in, like, black paint <laughs> while we've been walking and, like, dropping them behind her. But, uh, now, June, I, I understand that you have a, a mission, a, a quest in which you must stop the the destruction of this. It's beautiful force. I'm so glad I, that you agree it's destruction. I didn't say that. However, <laughs> absolutely. I said I respect your quest. There's more to it than just stopping everything. We can't do that. Because are, are you going to find a way to be able to to make sure your friend Harissa has a job? Guard? You wouldn't let guard down now, would you? Of course not. I... No. I... Listen. I... Isaac, I appreciate everything that you do here 
minus the terrible destruction and demolishing of the precious ecosystem that is around us and that keeps us alive. Oh, with the... Okay, yeah. And with that, he turns around three times. Three times you have been fired from that store. You have literally been working at every employed space in within rally that i can get you that was not my fault. and now you are once again unemployed it was not my fault isaac i i did everything benny asked me to i did everything it was no listen if she she asked me not to do my artwork in the front of the store so i stopped and i moved it to the back and she does not respect the kind of work that I'm doing, and I just, it was a miscommunication, and I just, they June, June, bless your heart, sweetheart, you live in a lumberyard. We chop trees. Unfortunately, we, yeah. In the forest. Damn it, Dale! What you what you get me into? And he just walks off again. You don't get. Daddy didn't get it either. As you continue trudging along, I think there is this tension kind of hanging here, right? Like we've got Isaac trying to hold this together with his teeth, Leah not really knowing, you know, kind of how to to to, to resolve this, but seeing the writing on the wall for certainly her family, if not the entire community. Um, and June, I think, very, very stuck in um, her her morals about this being a, a failed operation from the outset. And, you know, as you grind on, it's it's beginning to look a little bit more and more like that might be the case until uh, you see two men engaged in a wrestling match. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> you see two miners are just flipping each, each other over into the dirt up in the middle distance. Uh, you see that a little camp has been set out around it and they seem to be enjoying uh, a, you know, kind of a little bit of lunchtime entertainment as the Minehead boys wrestle each other into the dirt. Uh, and sitting at the head of uh, this little encampment, uh, there is a very familiar face, Isaac, uh, playing his massive... 30 stringed loot. It's Sherwood. <laughs> the man in charge of the Minehead Boys. It, Sherwood's always been an interesting guy because as long as you've known him, he's been 102. Whole time. He's got mustaches for days, white, just down to his, like almost to his nipples, really, is kind of the situation with his mustaches. Uh, he, he's got a little jaunty hat. Uh, like he always does, and he is just in control of the chaos that is this wrestling match. Uh, this is for his entertainment, uh, and things are going well for Sherwood, you think? I'd like to put one gold on Sherwood. I, I, actually, we're going to rearrange this. Leah, you're, you're in charge of this one. Me? Do you remember the last time? I, you remember the last time that I was put in charge of you? Listen, all I need is those two eyes of yours on her at all times. I almost lost a finger. 
She's already walking towards like. Yeah, she's just she's just there. gone. Now pay attention. All right, this entire time as we're focusing on Juniper, that's what I need you to do. So those eyes need to be on June the entire time. We can't. I I, I we can't lose it. We need yeah, this monster. Sure so we need to. Yeah. Okay. Now, how's your job going? Have you been paying attention? Where is she? Ah shit! June, Sherwood is not fighting. Sherwood is playing music and watching the fight. <laughs> I still got ten. I still got one gold on Sherwood. <laughs> so you make your way to, to, to Sherwood. Ah, Isaac, my friend. It is good to see you. How are you? Sherwood, Sherwood, you know, we get another day. Every time we wake up, we get one more it's day. It's another day. It is true. It is true. Uh, listen, my friend, you always know what is the most important in this life. And you always know you always know how to have a good time. See, that's what I like about you. That and those bellows you've got. Here we go about the bellows again. Oh, Sherwood, you get... Do you do you dream about those bellows? Do you, do you dream about them? I, I dream of many things. I dream of many things. I dream of fine wine. I dream of succulent pigs. I dream of large women and those bellows occasionally. Uh, I will tell you that I intend, I fully intend, I fully intend, my friend, to outlive you by uh, a century and a half. And in that time, you know, things go missing. And, you know, when when when, when people, you know, are, you know they, 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 they don't necessarily have a family or children, they can't give away their bellows. So, you know, other people might come in and, and, and find a way to take them. And uh, more inscrutable people than me, no, certainly. No, yeah, but, yeah, absolutely. This is all hypotheticals and whatnot. But I tell you, I tell you what, I tell you what. If I do, well, when I die before you, I, I need you to understand that Leah is still going to be here. And you're gonna hope that uh, you try and steal it when I'm here, because if Leah catches you, there's a whole other story. I can't, I can't save you then. You know, you know what I mean? When she hears Isaac say, talk about when he dies, she just like visually kind of sinks just a little bit, and kind of moves just a little bit closer to Isaac. Why, Isaac, my friend, why you're not here? Yes, you're not here for your health. But for the life of me, I can't figure out why you would be here. It's 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 solstice. You should be here with your resin. Sherwood, I'm here because you are a fine, loving friend of mine. Uh-huh. And I would share this gorgeous, beautiful day with you. Uh-huh. Because it's such a wonderful day. And I know you everyone here enjoys the summer solstice. Don't get me wrong. Me myself, I like to do a little dance and whatnot during the summer solstice. I think like when you rest. say, every time you say the word solstice, I think every one of the Minehead boys like freezes in place and just goes, solstice! And then back <laughs> to whatever they do. I'm right, I'm right there with y'all. Yeah, solstice. All right. Now, solstice! With that being said, you know, us being such good friends, such such companions, uh, uh-huh. you, you, you wouldn't mind, you know, talking a little bit of business with me. Back in the day, you and Dale discussed some information on a millstone uh-huh back back when you back when your beard was down you know at your upper chest not at your nipples you know it was, it was years back <laughs> are going, yes. this is also how i measure time as a person i measure the years in beard growth back on back on track sherwood back 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 on track all right uh-huh the millstone the millstone uh-huh do you have one i think he sort of looks at you and he says um a millstone, ah. You have problems you having with the with the with the one that we arranged for you 
Wafordale uh, and uh, and his very persuasive wife. Listen, the uh, the empire needs us to, to kick it up a notch, and um, interesting. Do you suppose that this has something to do with the fighting? I, I stay out of politics for the most part. I'm just trying to get this job done, make sure my people have a place to live and work to do. And shit, shit. <laughs> what about wrestling match? There's an idea. <laughs> That's a good idea, dude. That's a good idea. Now there's an idea. How about this? I have taken an interest in a new hobby recently. I'm not sure if you're aware of it, but I have been informed that it is called gambling. Interesting. Do tell <laughs> more about this. Uh, you said you said jambling? Ja yes. Well, it, it usually <laughs> pronounced gambling, but jambling, I think you could probably pronounce it. G gambling, jambling, same thing. Uh, yes. So I'm you have that. you have a, an event. You have a sport. You have some kind of competition with a winner. And what you do is each person involved, uh, and he kind of looks over at June, who's like tr still trying to place money on him to win a fight that he's not participant in. Um, <laughs> each person picks a victor in that competition, and they, they wager something against that victory. If they if their if their champion wins, they receive uh, they receive the entire. They call it a put. They receive the entire put. So whatever, whatever is gambled goes into the put, and then the mm -hmm. winner, whoever's champion is victorious, they it receive sounds... the put. Are you sneezing? Is that what's happening? <laughs> Wait a minute. Is he saying pot? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That is exactly what he's saying. Oh my that, that's God. what I need you all to understand. Oh but God. you know who doesn't understand? What what do you want, Sherwood? What do you want? I'm just pulling now your beard. You know very well what I want. So what do I get? Your champion versus my champion. I bet a new millstone. Best granite in the entire west of Ostila. You put up that glorious bellows of yours. What do you say? You know I can't give up a deal like that, Sherwood. So my champion versus yours? This is the bet. Then you got a deal. We'll shake on it. Uh, he slaps your hand and gives you just like a super firm shake. Yeah, we shake. do the, for the forearm. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then, from the tent behind him, pushes out standing around six foot eleven several feet at the shoulders just casually carrying a log about the size of Isaac a Goliath man and Sherwood turns and looks up to him and says Big Paul It's good that you should be able to join us.
Oh, you thought it was over. No, 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 no. See, it's not over until I have had the chance to thank you and all of the people who made this happen. Obviously, obviously, a huge thanks to our players, Sam Oliver, Craig Pate, Cinderblock Sally, and Emily Graymore. You can see what we're all up to over at UnbalancedEncounters.com. I also wanted to thank Sayer Roberts, who composed our brilliant theme song. You can find links to his work over at UnbalancedEncounters.com as well. And lastly, I wanted to thank you. Listen, we know that this episode was a little rough around the edges, and you probably have a podcast backlog a mile long, so we really appreciate you giving this a chance. If you like what you heard, it is actually legally required that you go to Spotify or Apple Podcasts to leave us a good review. Good reviews are the lifeblood of a new podcast, and if you don't leave us a good review, you're actually committing a felony. And lastly, we'd love to thank you for not breaking the law personally over on our Discord, where we regularly hang out with listeners and collaborators. You can find that over at discord.unbalancedencounters.com. Oh, I almost forgot. On Friday, May 20th at 6 p.m. Eastern, we're going to be having a launch stream party thing in Discord. Uh, we're going to be hanging out with the the five of us uh, and everybody else who has been around since sort of the beginning, uh, just talking about the show, enjoying each other's company. Cinder will probably play the ukulele. It'll be a good time. So discord.unbalancedencounters.com. All right. Now that you have done your public service for the day, I will let you leave in peace. But I swear to God, if you enjoyed this episode and you don't leave a good review, I will find you. Okay, bye.